Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Paul Alfano of Alibar Strategies. How's it going? Going well, thank you. Awesome. So let's get started. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm a lawyer uh, by trade. My office is up in, in Concord. Okay. And I've started uh, with a partner, a company called Alibar Strategies, which uh, handles real estate tax refunds, otherwise known as tax abatements. Okay. And I got into that because in my law practice, starting in 1989, I handled uh, tax abatements for clients. Mm -hmm. Been doing them continuously pretty much all that time. And I, at one point, I owned and ran uh, another tax abatement company during the 2000s, sold that in 2010, and decided I wanted to start it back up. So I fits and starts a little bit on how I how I how I was going to structure it but finally settled on Alibar strategies okay. and then the other uh, anyway so that's 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 uh, I mean my background I've done lots of different things I've been the lawyer for the state Senate for a period in the 1990s I've owned some plant of fitness franchises oh, wow. owned some real estate I've done a lot of different things uh, while maintaining a, a pretty much a real estate based law practice that's pretty interesting. so that's that's a pretty wide variety right there, you know, Planet Fitness yes. <laughs> to all these other things. That's pretty cool. So why why the spread? You just you like entrepreneurship, I'm going to take it? An opportunity. Okay. Oppor as, as opportunities uh, came up, the, the the political side, I was just always interested in politics. Yeah. And so the opportunity came, and I don't even remember how my name got floated out there. <laughs> but it was a pretty uh, interesting opportunity, and I, and I learned a ton. I yeah. mean, to be the lawyer... Uh, for the Senate was 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 really interesting, and uh, my client was basically the Senate president, and I served two different Senate presidents, okay. and I was able to go in, and all the caucuses, and to hear, you know, how it, how it's done, yeah. and it was, and they relied on me as well, which was interesting too. They'd come to me with with a, and I had to try to figure things out on the fly, oftentimes because it moves pretty quickly up there once the session yeah. gets going. And as far as the, the real estate, I've always I, I invested my my first multifamily in the late '80s uh, in Manchester, and then the 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 plan of fitnesses came about through my former law partner knew some people there, and again that opportunity came came about, and so we we bought um, actually we we bought two in suburban Chicago, we developed one in Wilmington, Mass. We've since sold yeah. uh, sold those off. And then the tax abatements, I've, as I said, I've done since 1989, and the, it's, a, it's an interesting business because not many people are aware that they have the right to challenge their taxes, yeah. and particularly residential homeowners. Now, the, the thing about the tax abatements, I should point out, is Alibar Strategies represents commercial uh, uh, property owners, yeah. and we, get, we charge on a contingency fee basis. So we need generally larger properties, million, $2 million and up in assessments. So right mm -hmm. now, for example, we're handling a bunch of box stores. Uh, those I can't reveal the names. Yeah. But, but and, and we've, and just through the years, all kinds of interesting um, uh, different uh, properties. So we charge a percentage of how much money the client gets back okay. from the municipality. So it's an easy, kind of an easy sell in the yeah. standpoint of, Talking to people, but but it's interesting. Um, a lot, of, like I say, a lot of people don't know about it. So part of our part of what we have to do is to educate people that you have the right to do this. The bigger the property owner, or the bigger the the more sophisticated the commercial property owner, the more likely they are to be very aware of this. Yeah. And so then in that case, where we may be competing with other companies, but there's a point under which it's 
we're competing with no one. Yeah. And the only thing we're really competing with is people's lack of knowledge that, that such a service even exists. So we're just really ramping up the selling with Alibar Strategies. Yeah. But the reason I wanted to tell you about the contingency fee and the commercial is to, is to illustrate a problem that I've seen for most of my almost 30 years doing this, and okay. that is the vast n number of uh, taxpayers are residential yeah. uh, homeowners. And they can't afford, uh, they couldn't afford a lawyer at an hour, uh, lawyer's hourly rate. It, we can't afford to do the work on a contingency because the, the spread is so small, yeah. it, just, it just doesn't make sense. And so all these people, uh, all these, these people um, don't have any access to professional assistance. Yeah. They have to rely on information from the municipalities. And who are the municipalities? People that collect the taxes. Yeah, right. So it's 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 a broken system. Yeah. And in fact, this is so so. In fact, the term tax abatement itself, I think, is is confusing. And and people think of abatement, they may think of an environmental abatement, they may think of other things, but mm -hmm. I don't think they think about real estate uh, reductions in real estate because in fact it's a refund. Because in New Hampshire, you pay your tax yeah. at the end of the year, and then you request a reduction in your taxes the following year you get a refund for any overpayment you've made okay. with interest with six percent interest so the, so in my former company in the late 2000s we looked into finding a solution for these residential uh, for the residential taxpayer and mm -hmm. one idea we had was to do something online but then I sold uh, the company and we just didn't pursue it but it yeah. was, it, but, but at the time we were talking about using software developers in India. And it was mm -hmm. interesting when I look back on it now because the developers, and I'll talk about that, I know I'm babbling a little bit, but I'll talk about, I'm really excited to talk about what we've done now yeah. with that. But we're using developers in, in Macedonia. Mm -hmm. But back then it was India. And I, when I think back, it, it, was, it, was, it was only eight or nine years ago, mm -hmm. but that's where all the, that was the, that's where all the offshoring of of uh, web development was was, was yeah. India, India, India. Then then it spread to other uh, countries. Yeah. So, so I sold uh, my interest in, in that company and uh, and focused really on the practice of law, but also started the commercial practice back up. But what happens to me is I the more I market, the more phone calls I get from residential taxpayers, and sometimes I'm ten minutes into the call before I realize this person's asking me about a manufactured housing. Unit, I just can't help the person, so yeah. I politely tell them I can't do that, and, and I explain why, and I I do a note to the uh, a note to the file explaining that I had this conversation with this person, yeah. I, and, and and all I can tell them is is go to the Board of Tax and Land Appeals website and get the form and fill it out, and and that's it. But beyond that, there but there are some people who who do a lot of research on their own. Mm -hmm. And they'll get, they'll try to value their property, and they'll, they'll, with their own analysis, they'll see that their property maybe is, is the actual value is maybe thirty thousand dollars less than the assessed value. And they'll go in with assessors, and one thing I've seen over and over again is assessors. It's so easy for assessors to, um, to frustrate those people or send them away because they know the assessors know the real estate in their towns and cities better than anybody does. Yeah. So so if a, if a taxpayer, if you were to come in and say, well, here are these three sales of properties near mine. They're, you know, they're in this range. Shouldn't mine be in that range too? 
assessors may say, not all of them, but they may say, well, but you missed this sale over here. You know, th this one's a much better sale. This one's more similar to your property. And, yeah. and, and people, th th they're, they're pretty much defenseless. They can't, they can't push back at that point and they go away. Or they'll get a, what I call a token reduction. Mm -hmm. You know, if they've done a pretty good job, the assessor will say, well, we'll knock a little bit off. And you should be grateful that you got that. And people, they leave, maybe may feeling like they got a little bit of a victory. So that, that happens. Yeah. And the other thing that happens is if you request a refund or an abatement from your town, you're not happy with it, you can appeal that. Mm -hmm. You can go to a, um, uh, an administrative board called the Board of Tax and Land Appeals in mm -hmm. Concord. And to do that, you, there's another form. It's not a very complex form, but you have to pay a $65 filing fee. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the numbers. Well, actually, I do know the numbers. I think, I think about 300 or so, there have been about 300 or so real estate appeals filed this past uh, year with okay. the Board of Tax and Land. It's, it's in the 300 somewhere. And I've got to think the number of people that actually filed abatements throughout all 200 plus New Hampshire municipalities is far above 300, which means if an assessor merely drags his or her uh, feet and allows that appeal deadline to come and go, the number of cases that they're going to have to deal with will drop significantly. Okay. So that works against taxpayers. Yeah. You know, the delay works against them. And I've seen this, and it's and not only it was it because of these phone calls I was getting that I wanted to do something, but it was, it, 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 I think the older I get, the less, um, the more I see, and, and I get more and more irritated when I see the, the inequality of that, because yeah. the being to be taxed fairly is a constitutional right. It's yeah. in the Constitution. You have to be taxed in proportion to other people. It's a little bit complicated how it plays out, but yeah. it's a constitutional right. And nobody, nobody, it's really difficult for a residential homeowner to enforce their constitutional right. Yeah. Gotta remember, people died for that right, right? Yeah. I mean, this was this was this was a big deal at the time the country was formed, and, and mm -hmm. it's and, and people have a difficult time uh, enforcing it. So, so that that got under my skin some more. So I, I formed a, a um, I've got a partner at at Alabar. Uh, her name is uh, Elizabeth Nolan, and what Liz did is she spent a year. She was a, a lawyer at my office as well, and she took a year off from the mm -hmm. practice of law to develop the online. Uh, do-it-yourself software program. Okay. And uh, I've been I've been pretty much in a monologue here, but I get excited when I talk about it. Oh, it's totally fun. It's very interesting. All right. Well, it's it, so, yeah. Because I was gonna say, especially in New Hampshire, where the property taxes are crazy. Right. You know, they're very very high, and I think that discourages a lot of people from moving here and um, all this stuff. So it's actually very interesting to hear this because this is something I'm constantly going on about. So it's, it's good. Oh, oh, yeah, imagine you would. <laughs> right. Well, and then that's right. And now there's also that ten, there's a $10,000 cap on the amount of property taxes you could deduct on your federal taxes. And so I think that's given a little more attention to this issue that, mm -hmm. you know, ideally you want to come in at least under the 10,000 so you can, yeah. you can deduct it. Uh, yeah. So, so, so Liz, to, so what we decided to do was was we did some research, mm -hmm. and there are companies in other parts of the country. There's a company in Illinois that we found. There's a few in Texas because the taxes are pretty high in those states too, that have online residential tax abatement services. But their business model is 
is different from our, or, or let me put it this way, we chose to, to, to adopt a unique business model. Their business model is to use big data and to come up with a really good automated valuation of their own. Mm -hmm. And then some of them will go in and they'll package lots of them and they'll come into the assessor with like dozens and dozens of cases, sort of beat the assessor down and do yeah. these, sort of these mass uh, settlements. Yeah. But for the, partly for the reason I said before, in my experience of doing this almost 30 years, what I find is if we were to do something like that, let's say we, 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 we put our money into coming into a really kick-butt automated valuation that was, you know, multiple pages, yeah. uh, colors, you know, all kinds of colors and graphs, what would happen is the taxpayer would go in with, you know, uh, Alibar's cool valuation and their and the application. The assessor would do exactly what I said before. They'd say, this is fine, but this is automated. And, you, again, you missed this comp. You missed, it'd be too easy yeah. to, for them to dismiss it, no matter how good it was, no matter how good the, the automated uh, valuation was. So what we've done, is we do have an automated valuation tool called the we call it the free tool. And by the way, this just came out. Uh, it's called um, realestatetaxrefund.com. Okay. So that's our residential one. And I want to explain cool. the name in a yeah. minute because it's I think it's interesting how we came up with the name. But anyway, it's realestatetaxrefund.com. Retaxrefund.com. And so it has a free tool, so someone can put in their address. And we have a we have a deal with uh, Zillow where we use their information, okay. and we uh, Liz added a bunch of enhancements. So it's not just the Zillow valuation, but uh, a lot of other enhancements are added to try to get the value as, as good as possible. Yeah, and we automatically plug in the tax rate. We plug in something called the equalization ratio, which is a whole other thing, which makes it confusing for people. And we we just put out a number that says you could get a refund of, you know, $1,272. Mm -hmm. The odds of getting that are very unlikely because you, you never, like, get the actual, you, you never hit a home run. You yeah. either settle out usually somewhere uh, less than that. But, but that is what you possibly could get. And then with that information, they can decide whether it's worth spending $99 for our package. So for $99, you, we complete the, the municipal application. We attach with the comparable sales and comparable sales or sales of similar properties that help the help the program, but also the assessor to figure out what your value is. Yeah. And the cover letter, everything. So all they have to do is hit, you know, click yes. It prints out. They sign it and they mail it in. And then we're going to have also an appeal package if they have to go to the board of tax okay. land appeals. So that's so so we do have an automated. Uh, aspect, but the part that makes our program different, and I think it's far superior than anything else in the country, is that we connect the taxpayer with appraisers, mm -hmm. and uh, the, the way it works in the pecking order of uh, valuation expertise, appraisers are at the top. Yeah, they're above lawyers, they're above brokers, they're above assessors. They are at the top. So when you have a, a hearing of any kind. The only kind of expert that a court or the Board of Tax and Land Appeals will recognize is a licensed appraiser. Yeah. So what we did is we, it took a lot of work, but we went out and we found a pr multiple appraisers in every county. And so at any point, once people buy our, our product, they can, and we strongly encourage them to get an appraisal. Because as I said before, even with our number and whatever they have, mm -hmm. 
they won't go they won't do nearly as well as if they get an appraisal because you don't know what the appraiser's number is going to be there's yeah. a little bit of risk involved with that but armed with a with a an appraiser and most of these appraisers have experience yeah. dealing with tax abatements negotiate well, they can't negotiate actually um, there are limits to what they can do, but they certainly can testify yeah. and defend their value. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, we could. This is a conversation we go go on for hours. I feel. <laughs> so let's jump into how do people find out more about this? Because it feels like a good kind of settling point right here. Sure. Um, so how do people find out more and how they reach out to you? Just go to the website www.nh. Uh, well, actually, no, retaxrefund.com. Okay. So retaxrefund.com. Right, Once cool. they go there, they'll they'll have the free tool be available to them. They can contact us. There's an email address if they if they need to contact us. That's really all they need to do is just go okay. right to the website. Cool. Outstanding. That's really cool. Now, you said you wanted to talk about where you got the name for the website? Well, just that <laughs> just that uh, we, we, we've been working on this for a few years. Yeah. And it, it, was, it needed a kick. Yeah. And so we, we scheduled a retreat uh, last April with a consultant that's helping us with this, mm-hmm. a three-day retreat. So it was uh, this consultant, Liz and me, we met, and we just got into it really deeply. What, how are we going to finally finish this thing? Yeah. And at the, the company our, our, the, the, that owns it is called Alibar LLC and Alibar Strategies is the, mm-hmm. the, the commercial uh, tax abatement company I told you about earlier. Yeah. So we were going to call it Alibar Express. Mm-hmm. And we filed a trademark um, application with that name, and and but we we were a little bit concerned about dil- I will call it diluting the the we, we wanted Alibar to people associate Alibar with commercial high end commercial property. Yeah. So we so just for yucks, we all got out our laptops and started looking for other names on, on the on the fly. And one of us said, hey, why don't we look up real estate tax refund? Figuring there's no way. Something that simple. It, yeah. it can't be. And not only was it written out, realestatetaxrefund.com, uh, not only was that available, but so was RE tax. We couldn't believe it. But that also tells you that people aren't calling this a tax refund, which is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the confusion, I think, and part of the why, part of the reason why people, uh, residential people, aren't aware of this because they see the word abatement, abatement. And I, I don't think it clicks. Yeah. So we were thrilled. I mean, believe me, when that name was available, we almost <laughs> thought, okay, this is a divine yeah. mission that we're on. But we were, anyway, so we were very pleased that that was available. That's pretty cool. I like that. So cool. So thank you for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, likewise. Uh, yeah. And like I said, this is something we could talk about for hours, I feel. We would probably <laughs> have to do it again at some point to get like into Part B. way more detail. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, all right. Awesome. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Definitely check that out because that's a huge thing here in New Hampshire with taxes. (laughs) Uh, So everyone be good. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.